0: we talk about what this podcast is about? Maybe we skip that one, save that one for last. What's next on our list?
1: Welcome to Jack Ash Overanalyzed. I am Jack, he is Asher, and today we are talking about the interpretation of art. Let's get into it. I mean, dying is a way to end a career.
0: True, true.
1: It's just more permanent than others. Yeah. Though maybe not, you could you know, posthumously revive a career. Picasso knows all about that.
0: No. No, he doesn't. No? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I think he's more famous now than he was when he was alive.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't know about it.
1: Oh, so he couldn't tell you all about it. That's Yeah. It's a poor choice of words by me.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Picasso
1: curators could tell you all about that? Is that better? Yes, okay. that's very true. Why is that a thing? Why do artists seem to get famous, at least historically, long after they're dead. What I've never understood I, that. Like it's a I don't know, and I don't
0: think it's it's not all of them, is it? I Although I guess it is a majority, quite the majority.
1: I was going to say, I don't think it's all of them, but I think it is like the vast majority.
0: Well, I think part of that could be, I mean, if you look at a, I don't know, the last time you were in a modern art museum. Two but, weeks ago? Okay. Last time I was in a museum, I didn't really care for most of it. Um, Like, I mean, it was neat to see what people had done and stuff, but I was, you know, you look around and I'm like, i just not sure I would display that or come back to see that. Like, it was neat to see what you accomplished with materials or it was neat to see this or that, but a lot of it. I just, I don't know.
1: I think I think my common reaction to modern art is it's sort of like that. Oh, I feel like I could have done that, followed immediately by, yeah, but she didn't. Someone else did. Um, so yeah. it is that it, it is a bit of a for me, you know, walking past exhibits and you are like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that took the same level of skill as some more historically prominent mm-hmm. artwork. But at the same time, it is interesting. There's definitely stuff that I do appreciate, both in terms Mm -hmm. of level of skill and just overall quality. Like even if it's not what I enjoy, um, I think it's Mm -hmm. it's a line I've used over and over from past art teacher, where it's like even if you don't personally appreciate something, you can always appreciate the level of quality.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And I think those are especially pertinent for him as a teacher, because I'm sure like there there are students that. Create art that you don't necessarily prefer, even as like a teacher or just a general, appreci- mm-hmm. you know, appreciator of art. Um, but as a teacher, you have to instead of just looking at the subject, you have to look at like, did the student use the correct, tra- you know, technique or come up with the correct product that we're trying right. to teach, type of thing.
0: So here's a question: you mentioned you mentioned quality as yes something you can appreciate whether you'd hang it or not, right? Whether mm-hmm. you. would um, whether you care for the, I guess, topic or, in some cases, message, the quality is something you can look at and enjoy or appreciate. Um, Could it be be that quality that is what sustains something long enough to be great even after the historical context in which it was made is kind of gone? So, like, you look at a lot of da Vinci's or Picasso's work and I mean, I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. Maybe it was too modern for them, and so it was, like, pushing the envelope too much. Maybe it was... Um, maybe so, some things in the past tried to send a message, and now looking at it, we don't care about the message. We just look at it, and we're like, wow, that that looks good.
1: That is interesting. So there's definitely, I think, some truth to part of what you said there um, in terms of, like, it wasn't appreciated at the time, but we look back at it now in terms of, like, oh, that was way ahead of everything that was done before like it wasn't appreciated for what it was because it wasn't what everyone else was doing but now we look mm-hmm. back and we like that better than the popular art of the time because we're like oh we think that looks better now um i'm specifically thinking of pieces um that i can't name because i'm just i'm not quite that much of an art aficionado mm-hmm. but i do know um that there are various artworks that, like their their use of perspective was you know decades if not centuries ahead of the time because that's something that's developed you know throughout the years in art is um, use of perspective use of honestly more scientific methods for um, staging artwork Um, like a lot of we were was talking with a a friend the other day um, about how if you look at uh, historical paintings of babies generally looks weird um, we'll just we'll put it that way because some people may appreciate it, and I don't necessarily want to offend anyone. But in my own opinion, babies look weird when they were painted, you know, okay. decades, centuries ago. Not really, centuries ago is what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times you'll look up pictures. Either their faces look like adults, so it's a it's an adult face on a what you would think of as a baby body, or uh, they have really distinct muscle tone. Which is something, you know, in reality, you just don't see on a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it were better, I would just bring up pictures and other people could see what I'm talking about. But those for this one, those have to go Google it themselves. Like I think you I'm might seeing have. enough right now. Yeah, holy uh, crap! Where it right, it's very interesting. Um, and it's, you sort of like, have they never seen a baby before? Um, and I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just we take for granted so much of what they learned. You know, they mm-hmm. being the plural, just over and over, eventually someone was like, oh, here are some things that'll help you, like techniques that'll help you paint a baby. For instance, like, you know, A, they don't have muscle tone, so let's, you know, it's easier to draw muscle tone because you sort of, you can picture where muscles go and you sort of put that into in put that mm-hmm. into a body. For a baby, it's not quite like that because babies don't have muscle tone unless there's something wrong or they're Superman's child. Um <laughs> so like seeing a baby with a six-pack which i've definitely seen in a painting is just very unnerving <laughs> but it's something like they didn't have the technique for drawing an infant until you know someone came across came along and did it and now everyone's like oh that's how you draw a baby we'll just do it that way and it looks more like a baby because it's sort of a it's the same phenomenon as like trying to draw a portrait i am terrible um and i know it's one of the harder things to do, especially as like an amateur artist, is to draw a face correctly. Mm-hmm. And it's such an odd concept, because like, you just look at someone's face, and you're like, oh, I should be able to at least approximate some lines here right. to get the face right. And normally it just looks like a Picasso. In Insofar as, mm-hmm. that would be great if that's what I was going for, but it never is.
0: You're talking as, realistic drawing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't going for that. I was going for, you know, closer to an an image of what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. And no one's going to get that. Um, I could never (laughs) be a, um, whatever that's called, a suspect sketch artist. Would not work out. Crime would be rampant. Everyone would run. (laughs) Um,
0: So, but one of... uh, there's a lady who wrote a book then i can't remember the lady's name but the book is drawing on the right side of the brain and one of her big things is uh, one of her ideas that she promotes and that i think she's had some success adapting her teaching styles to is that when it comes to drawing things like faces um your your idea of what a face looks like gets in the way of what's actually in front of you Mm -hmm. and that's what leads to that disconnect for example you know, you go to draw a baby's face, and you're like, oh, the baby has a face. I know how to draw a face. And you draw a face, and it looks like you drew an old man onto a baby, right? Yeah. Um, versus, like, just... Uh, and again, I don't... I'm not her. I don't know yeah. um, Doctor, exactly how she would phrase it. But Dr. Betty
1: Edwards, it looks like. That just one, yeah. Yep. Give them. I've, I have not heard of this, but it sounds very interesting.
0: It is. Um, but one of the things that she that she gets at is, you know, drawing is presumably as old, if not, uh, no, I would say as old as language. I don't think she makes a case that it's older than language. Um, But she, I mean, like, there's no way to tell. Like, you can't really make a case either way, right? I was there. Right, and no one was. And there's no evidence, like, language, Spoken language doesn't fossilize, and all we've got are cave drawings. And, you know, if those are anything like the scribbles I make on a day-to-day basis, why would I save those, you know? Right. Um, but anyway, her, her case is that, you know, people people can draw in the same way that they can speak. It's just a matter of mm. learning how. Mm-hmm. And one of those big things is not letting what you think is in front of you distract you from what's actually in front of you. Um, And on that basis, you would think that, you know, if it's the same, if it's a set of skills that people should be able to pick up and learn, why does, why would historical technique changes lead to what is obviously a vast improvement in people's ability to draw babies? Like if it's, if it really is just drawing what's in front of you, why the heck do the babies painted a hundred something years ago look like?
1: Works of nightmare. The, yeah, the horror on your face tells me <laughs> that you're still looking at them. I, <laughs> I, I, would, can't, recommend, not. I would recommend. I would recommend not look, doing that. You're right. They'll just they I'll will just... fill your nightmares. Yeah. Um, no offense to the babies at the time, because I'm sure I thought they were. Chucky lovely. was bad. Oh, yeah. they got nothing. At least Chucky looks no. a bit like a baby, a very yeah. abused baby, but a baby.
0: That um, and obviously a doll. Like you, you know, yeah. it's a doll. You know, it's not supposed to be a real baby. Oh, it's
1: clearly not real. I don't know what we're talking about uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm.
1: but no and then so another thing that i guess back to that whole you know why i guess this was my my question which may be incorrect even in its premise you know why are they you know why do they get famous after they die
0: mm-hmm.
1: i guess the other part of it to consider is maybe they didn't get famous after they died but they're the only ones we remember so like it could be that you know they were famous and I don't, I don't think this is always true. I think there are artists that they did something that wasn't popular at the time that now we think of or we appreciate more.
0: Right. I think Van Gogh is a good example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wildly, like, I don't e- reviled might even be the right word in his time just as someone who was, like, good for nothing, yeah. painted crap, you know? And, f- like, there's an exhibit going around now that just has, like, such a huge following like you know they've got his stuff like projected onto walls and stuff um he shows up time and again in like pop culture as like the misunderstood artist right Mm -hmm. and then i think you also have people like michelangelo who was so well known in his time even then like he was requisitioned to do great works of art that Mm -hmm. obviously we still enjoy and still um we still, still view, look at.
1: Yeah. We still yeah, um, review. And
0: everyone's yeah. like, yep, that's still good, you know?
1: Right. No, yeah. I think that's true. Um, Van Gogh's, I think, a good one, though, yeah, because they definitely. And I think a lot of Impressionist, Post Impressionist era artists probably suffered from this a similar phenomenon where I feel like Impressionist at the time was, it was, you know, just dis- intentionally not realistic whereas i think prior to that and art historians can probably disagree with me because i'm sure i'm getting some of this wrong but my recollection is a lot of you know prior to impressionists it was a lot of you know trying to paint realistically trying to capture exactly what you're seeing exactly as it is and that was purveyed as you know that was quality um basically the idea that you know if you could get basically if you could paint a picture that was perfect. That was what you were going for. And then I think Impressionist was kind of the first um, the first movement where it was intentionally not trying to capture that same idea of we want it to look, I mean obviously they would, didn't know what a photo was at the time but looking back mm-hmm. now it's we want to do, instead of making it look like a photo let's add a different style to it. Let's make it look different intentionally And I feel like there was a lot of pushback from, you know, the establishment, the establishment artistry at the time. You know, that common uh, phrase we all talk about in history. But actually, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of, it was a new thing and people were like, oh, that doesn't make sense because this isn't what we view as talent. So it's not going to, so it wasn't as popular until we look back now and like, okay, now that we have photos that can, and again, not that there isn't artistry in photography, Mm-hmm. You know, case in point, my photos look like crap. Um, but now that we have that, you know, ability, that technology, there is additional value in adding, you know, a different interpretation of an image as opposed to just trying to recreate it. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I uh, no, that, that makes sense to me. Up until the impressionists, everyone was going for realism. Um, I think another thing about. Um, the draw of realism is that it's easy to tell It's easier to tell um, Skill mm-hmm. when you have When they're trying to match something and you can compare it and you're like well that mm-hmm. looks exactly like that He did a good job or that doesn't look anything Like what he was going for at all mm-hmm. with an impressionist painting you look at it and you're like well What were they going for and right. who's to say right? It- um I did do a quick Google search. It does look like the camera was invented before the Impressionist movement. Really? Well, so there we go. Not super long before. So I am wondering not if the maybe first the thing we'll get wrong. Um, um, I am wondering if maybe the I thought they were really close. Maybe mm-hmm. the invention of the camera could have contributed to that. In that, you know, well, what's the point of trying to draw if I can never draw it as well as a camera? Don't get me wrong. The first cameras, I'm sure you like a talented artist. It, yeah. Could do better, um, but no. I, I, you're right that I think the um, the emphasis changed, mm-hmm. and maybe some people at the time like weren't ready for that. And looking back, we we see that now because it's our our new idea of quality isn't tied to realism. Mm-hmm. In it's the not, same way.
1: It's not titled to just strict accuracy. Because that's a good point. Like, if you tell someone, yeah. if you have, you know, three students draw a square and one draws a perfect square, or square with, you know, 90 degree angles, you're going to think that one's better than the person who drew a pentagon.
0: Uh, <laughs> or a, that, like a trapezoid or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, they didn't connect it. That's easier to judge as, oh, well, clearly student one mm-hmm. is the best. Whereas, yeah, now it's... It's more about what it makes you feel than it is what it actually is, which I think ties nicely back to a lot of modern art, where it isn't. Even more so now, it's it's harder to judge quality. Not that we always Mm -hmm. should be, because again, there can be a great you know something can make a piece of art can make you feel something so profound and yet not be traditionally you know high quality. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, I guess, that's part of art, right? It's, it's, and I, at least what part of art is, at this moment, it's, it's so much more about, at least for me, what it makes me feel, what it makes me think, than always what's on the canvas or what is, you know, heard for less traditional media or less traditional art. Because um, actually, uh, speaking to the modern art museum to fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I guess, a mixed media piece is how it's classified now. Where there was, um, there was a soundtrack. You would walk into a room and there was a soundtrack along with um, art that was just d- displayed on the wall. Um, I personally thought the painting was really good. I don't remember the name of it. I may have to look it up and like include it in the thumbnail because I want to give it <laughs> credit. But uh, the basic idea is that it was, you know, sort of a more traditionally, I think, very impressive painting. There was a full wall of it. Um, and then there's also a soundtrack that as, and I'm not sure if that was the intention or not, but it was basically as I went, you know, from left to right as a traditional English reader, mm-hmm. um, the soundtrack kind of point, you know, didn't literally point, but, you know, pointed me metaphorically to various points in the artwork, and it sort of matched up really nicely. Mm-hmm. I think that was the intent. I think I got a little bit lucky, you know, entering the room at the right time. Because obviously, mm, yeah, that you know, if they don't think up, yeah. they don't sync up. You're going to be a problem. I think there. Were, if I can, can't remember if there were actual instructions to do that, or if the, the intent was just you would go in and a get what you get, um, but also just you would stay long enough to sort of appreciate that. On the flip side, there was another piece that was, I think, probably took longer to set up. It was it was a like, basically a wall of TVs. It was I think. And they were the the old uh, cathode ray tube TVs, so big, mm-hmm. chunky. You know these things. Right, you could kill somehow. Them that's what I images. imagined. Huh. And I think, and maybe because that's what you would use as artwork now, it would be weird if it was just a bunch of flat screens. That's the it was own thing,
0: yeah.
1: Right, but it was basically, it was a wall of TVs, and there were a ton of images running, and it was I think intentionally chaotic because it wasn't the same video on every TV. It was you know related but different soundtracks and visuals, and for me it was just overwhelming chaotic. I kind of just looked at it for a little bit and walked out didn't like it Mm -hmm. but i'm sure that took far longer to set up than the Mm -hmm. other one because the other one was again very nice artwork but it was i think it was it was a small artwork and then they did a print on the wall like the the wall wasn't the full actual painting it was a print that they put up but that's the one I, i definitely enjoyed more just because i felt something different whereas the other one i again for other people i'm sure they get more from the intentionally chaotic you know mess of just noise But for me, it was just overwhelming and sort of like, I'm out. So again, in one way, I think the one not to say it was higher quality, but it definitely took a larger amount of effort and work put into it, um, at least to set it up, because there is also that element of um, the time it takes to think of something to generate the idea, Mm because it reminds me of a big thing with graphic design, which similar to modern art, isn't always the most complex. But it's specifically for like branding. Um, I know talking to a couple of graphic designers who work with businesses to sort of brand um, and you know advertise. A lot of times it'll be a design meeting where they'll sit down with you know an executive or someone whoever's making the decision, picking the actual logo or whatever. And they'll basically like sometimes they'll like they'll come with a portfolio and lay that out for the business. But other times, and I think people maybe don't do this as much because this is the reaction, But they'll go with an idea but they'll actually sketch out logos for the exact like and they'll, they'll take real time feedback and try and fix it um and they'll do that in a very quick procession because you know you can do a sketch like that and they're also very good at it but that leads yeah. to the reaction of like well why am I paying you all this money if you just drew it in five seconds and the best response I've ever heard to that was like it took me five yes it took me five seconds to draw it took me five years to learn how to draw and think like this um, mm-hmm. so like it's not always just the actual effort of putting pen to paper it's you know coming up with the idea, learning how to you know, do that um, but yeah, it's all its it seems it, it does feel like art has continued to evolve as I think technology has because things back to that whole you know mm-hmm. I think there's less of a focus on realism for most popular art, not all obviously but most because technology can capture what we used to use painting mm-hmm. for um, it feels like it's developing this weird, well, not weird, but different space of right. not what's on, the, not what you're looking at, but what you feel.
0: And I think tying it back to kind of where we diverged, I think that feeling is part of part of that posthumous, posthumous, whatever yeah. recognition that um, many artists get. I think that those that the ability of their work to provoke a feeling of some kind of or another, whether they were liked in the moment or not, I think that feeling is probably what um, keeps them relevant, keeps them um, popular, or makes them popular after the fact, as people are exposed to it and realize, oh, you know, Starry Night makes me feel this way, or, um, you know, his pictures of sunflowers make me feel this other way, you know? Um, whereas, you know, if, if the meaning of your piece is tied maybe to an explicit like meaning or if it is, um, completely lost my train of thought, that's (laughs) okay. Um, I I think that feeling is what gives it the staying power, um, and probably more important than possibly more important than quality. I mean, from what I understand, Van Gogh was trying to draw realistically and couldn't quite make it. Um, That could be wrong. I'm not an expert by any sense of the word. Um,
1: We put it out in the world. It has to be real now.
0: Yeah. Um, But I mean, like, even, even poor art might make it just for the reason that it evokes such a feeling, you know? And mm-hmm. that's not to say there's no advantage to it being good art, right? I mean... Mm-hmm. That would be silly. Um, but maybe yeah. that's just... Maybe that's the reason why some people are rediscovered um, after they're dead or never fade to begin with, you know? Just because... I mean... I'm trying to think of a good way to summarize it, but I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm not a writer. Uh...
1: uh. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think you're onto something there in so far as it, it maybe is more like the reason that an artist continues to stay relevant, um, or the pieces that continue to stay relevant are more yep, about sorry. the lasting impression that they make than mm-hmm. the, you know, the original subject matter that they were, um you know and, and again van is a good example of that um but even like michelangelo who was popular at the time continues to be so maybe mm-hmm. continues to be so for a slightly different reason in so far as that it is more you know it's less about the level of quality or the level of realism that he captured and it's more about what his you know artwork continues to say mm-hmm. and continues to make people feel um
0: yeah Um, And, I mean, the impression I get when I look—impression, that's fun— when I look at a Michelangelo uh, piece, a lot of his works are Mm -hmm. awe-inspiring. And, to be fair, I think a lot of his works were, like, for religious reasons, Mm religiously— Certainly. What's the word? Requested. uh, When someone asks you to do something for them. Requisitioned? I don't know. the church yeah. asked him to do a lot of art for them, right? Yes. Um, and so naturally, they would want some of that awe to come through, right? I mean, um, if you've got a statue of David, first king of Israel, you want him to look like a king should look, right? And a king should come with awe. Um, if you're doing, like, is Michelangelo the Sistine Chapel? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. If you're doing that, you know, you want some feeling of awe to come through. And I think it still does. Um, even if you aren't that into the whole Christian thing, you look at a work like that as complex or um, or just as astoundingly realistic as a statue made out of stone, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's impressive and awe-inspiring for maybe a different reason than it was originally intended. Um, holy crap, how did somebody, you know, how did somebody do that? Um, mm-hmm. And then you have, like, other pieces. um Salvador Dali, he was the guy with the melting clocks. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what that piece is supposed to mean. But um, don't know, I'm pretty sure he was one of the more politically minded artists, you know. Mm. Um, no idea what his political stance was, but the, the image he made of clocks melting everywhere is, I don't remember his politics, I remember that picture and that feeling of looking at that picture, you know, um, mm-hmm. more than anything else. Picasso is another one. don't remember anything about Picasso other than how I feel looking at his work. And the thing about his work is it's not even work I like, right? Like, I don't... Not a big Picasso fan. Really? Um, okay. Not a big fan of his later work, I should say, when he gets... When it gets a little crazy. Um, but on the same note, I'm sure as heck not going to forget it, you know? Um, which is kind of interesting. Maybe you felt feel that way about, like, the TV one, you know? Like... Yeah. Didn't like it at all, but I'll probably remember that probably remember for a good long from, time, you know?
1: And I may remember it longer than the pieces I actually stopped and was like, oh, I, I yeah. like that. Like, that's something I would put on my wall um, mm-hmm. versus the TVs, which I'm not putting on my wall because I don't think you could take it. But uh, that's a <laughs> yeah. good point. I think, yeah, obviously only time will tell what what continues to, to stick in the mind and stay relevant for for even future generations. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know.
0: which is a whole another thing because then you get like the generational changes and passing down and or for someone you know like it's it's got to come up again for that previous generation it can't just I don't know mm-hmm. it's a whole different additional can of worms gosh Col- culture is weird man
1: <laughs> that's that's quite the statement and not a bad yeah. one to end on what would your advice be to a small child who wants to be a popular artist?
0: Go. Just do it. Um, I, I would let them know that, you know, if they want to be popular while they're alive, you know, that's maybe... <laughs> no, but, like, I mean, that, that's a weird thing, I guess, to tell a child, but I would, I would tell them, look, it's not always... You, you can't force somebody to be ready oh gosh this is getting into just life stuff Mm, that oh gosh you can't force your audience to be ready for you right um but what whatever you paint or draw or photograph or whatever you know someone will find it appealing and if you do it well and if it brings out the emotion which everyone has um then then it'll stick um that seems to be how art sticks Quality is always something to be pursued, and, like, that's all you can do is yourself, right? Yeah,
1: That's, that's really well put. I don't even have anything to add.